The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under Sakashian. Head over to pricepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to one up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up today to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io SGPN. That's sobet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast. It is Thursday, December 23rd, currently 1048 on the East Coast. And joining me to break down this absolutely huge schedule on this Thursday night in the NBA. Very rare that we get this many games on Thursday, but we switched the schedule up this week. So we had uh, more games to break down on this Thursday night schedule. And joining me to break it down, my esteemed co-host, who is on absolute fire picking these NBA games over the past couple of weeks. Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this uh, Thursday evening, buddy? Feeling like a bag of money. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like a bag of money, yo. So it's, it's just crazy because, like, I don't know. We, we did something with the mojo. We are on heaters, like, whether it is – against the spread whether it's props like you know check out the prop cast like we we killing it right now like you it ain't no it ain't no telling me it, it ain't no telling me right now we ain't one of the best podcasts out right now we've cashing so much and we and we're not just giving you these chalk plays like these chalk cast plays we is giving you some big money uh bets to cash in on man and last last episode was just just a little taste of that it's crazy it is crazy. Moon off. Do you know you went six and zero last episode? Six. Uh, I actually did until I saw you tweeted on uh, Tuesday morning, I think, or Monday night our time. But yeah, look, Terrell, we've been having a rough couple of last uh, Mondays, uh, but we rebounded very, very, very nicely on Monday uh, with our picks. I went six and zero over on tally side. You went. Five and one, and I the one team I warned you about that you've been picking in and uh betting with has been the Houston Rockets. But it, it don't matter, bet with them, bet against them. Just whenever you see a Rockets game, just do the opposite <laughs> what I tell you. Obviously, I don't have a handle on the Rockets at all. Yeah, but still, yeah, fantastic Monday for us as far as picking on tally site. And like you just alluded to, our picks from Monday. So let's just recap those here very, very, very quickly. Um, I 
My lock was the Hornets and Jazz first half over 122, which got nowhere close. Um, just a very, very bad uh, shooting performance in that first quarter uh, by the uh, Charlotte Hornets. And then the second quarter was even worse for both teams. And that kind of fell apart. And for my dog, I had the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Los Angeles Clippers uh, with the return of Paul George. But it didn't even matter that Paul George was gone. I think that may have been more beneficial that Paul George returned to the lineup for the Clippers. But the Spurs, you could have got a better number uh, if you picked this game up late and picked it late because obviously with the Paul George news that came down, that line only uh, went towards the Clippers' favor. But nonetheless, Spurs took care of business, 116-92 uh, in a 20-point what's that? A 24 point blowout uh, for the Spurs. I think DeJounte Murray dropped another triple-double in that game for the San Antonio Spurs. He finished up with 24 points, 11 rebounds, and 13 assists. So I came up a little bit on uh, on our lock and dog with my dog cashing. You, Terrell, you picked two dogs on Monday. Uh, one, number one, your lock was the Philadelphia 76ers against the Boston Celtics, and they took care of business there. Um, did the Philadelphia 76ers, I'm trying to pull up the score here. I just had it in front of me. Um, let's see here. Monday. Yeah. 108, 103. Uh, the Sixers get the victory. So not only did you hit the spread, but you picked an outright winner as your dog. Yep. Uh, sorry. As your lock, Joel Embiid in that game, 41 points for the Sixers. And then your dog, who we plus three ten. you took uh-huh. Oklahoma city thunder to go into Memphis to avenge the 72, 73 point loss, whatever they had against. 74, whatever the fuck they lost yeah. by. They lost by over 70. Just know yeah. that. The last time they was there, they lost by over 70. And you cashed a very, very nice plus 300 or better odds on that game. So, Terrell, whew, how are you feeling after that Thunder cash, man? Man, look, it's. Sometimes it's just too easy, man. Like sometimes they just give it to you really, really easy, man. Like that was that was too never in doubt, never in doubt at all that they was gonna win that game. Like it's it's sometimes it's just way too easy for you. Yeah, I tuned in to this Oklahoma City Thunder game and the Memphis Grizzlies game at halftime where I saw the score, it was like 47 to uh, 50. Memphis was leading by three points, but Look, the Thunder came out and played well in that second half. They outscored the uh, Memphis Grizzlies 55-49 to in that game as well. Uh, superstar player returning for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, John Moran, returned for them. And he played 28 minutes, scored 16 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. But it, it seems like the theme when these some of these stars that are returning for their respective teams, they're not doing very well because, again, number one, the chemistry is different, obviously, when your superstar is returning after, you know, three, four weeks. I think the same thing that happened with uh, Paul George uh, with the Clippers when I picked the Spurs. I didn't. We, mm-hmm. I was under the assumption that Paul George wasn't going to play that night, but he was announced, I think, an hour or so before the game that he was going to play. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, you absolutely killed it on Monday. Locke was a dog. Uh, not only did it hit against the spread, cashed as an underdog. Uh, and then your plus 300 odds. Plus, I like this about plus 310. Um, I saw somewhere up to plus 320, plus 325 if we were able to shop around at some of these uh, other books. But, yeah, pretty great start to the Monday, Itzra. 
Yeah, I mean five and one thanks to the Rockets, five and one gets spread. So you know <laughs> it won't it won't six and zero, oh, but it was straight. But yeah, uh, yo, it's the mojo. It's the mojo. We had a mojo moment, and things is is going up. So yeah, we, we with it. We here. Yeah, and on the prop cast, I went three and zero oh on Monday as well. If you were able to follow my prop uh, player props uh, from Monday, so overall. Great way, great way to start the week. We're here on Thursday. It's a brand new day. We're going to put all that in the past, and hopefully we can continue the momentum today on these Thursday night games where we have about, I think, 11 to 12 games here tonight. Um, Terrell, before we get into the games, I know we're discussing some guys that are coming back from uh, clearing health and safety protocols. Number one, uh, James Harden and Paul Millsop are back for the Brooklyn Nets, but uh, okay. they also entered three other guys uh, three role players did the uh, Brooklyn Nets in health and safety protocols. Cam Thomas, David Duke, and Kessler Edwards are in health and safety <laughs> protocols. Don't Just think that matters. Yeah. Just um, in and out. <laughs> yeah, but you do get James Harden and Paul Millsack back. Uh, those guys and the Brooklyn Nets are not playing till Christmas Day on Saturday against the Lakers. So hopefully maybe in the next day or two here, they're also able to get Kevin Durant back um, from health and safety protocols. And then the other news – was uh, R.J. Barrett is back tonight, as well as Obi Toppin for the New York Knicks as they take on the Washington Wizards tonight. So, um, again, guys, we've talked about this over the past couple weeks here. Make sure to see guys coming back um, Uh from health and safety protocols and then as well as guys that are entering health and safety protocols. Uh, Did you see anything else around the league, Tra? Around the league. Uh, did we talk about Luca? Luca entered the protocol, so Luca, yeah. Luca's gonna be out for a little bit. We're not gonna see Luca on Christmas Day. Yeah, you're right. Luca entered the health and safety protocols yesterday um, for the Dallas Mavericks, so that just means your guy, Jalen Brunson. Uh, yeah, Terrell. I'm with, and, and we're gonna keep going. Like we're gonna keep going until they start to put some respect on his name. Yo, Jalen Brunson is a baller. And yep. it's the, it's how the offense is constructed. Like, it's how that team is constructed. They constructed that team around Luka Doncic. And so now Jalen Brunson is stepping into that role. And, you know, he's not a Luka, but he's getting the job done and he's getting his opportunities. Like, yep. you know, this is this is twice in the past couple of weeks that we've been able to cash on Jalen Brunson 25 points. And they're giving it to us at, like, plus 300. So, I mean, dog, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, it's – I'm I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I can, you know, ride the Jalen Brunson train until the wheels fall off. Yeah, I think yesterday when I put out the player props post for the website, I was trying to identify – I mean, I did pick some star players, but it was more so geared towards other guys being out on their respective teams, right? Like, I had John Collins' rebounding prop yesterday with, you know, no Clint Capella in the game and no Trey Young. And absolutely, you know, John Collins had a fantastic game and a losing effort, though, um, for the Atlanta Hawks, where he dropped 28 points and grabbed 12 rebounds. And same thing with Chris Middleton. Uh, he returned to the lineup for the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, no Giannis, no Bobby Portis. So somebody had to score the points. And he also went over his point projections last time. He scored 23, where it was posted at 20 and a half. So I think... Guys, if you're betting uh, player props as well, as well as side-in totals, I think you kind of need to identify spots. Like those type of guys where their superstars of those teams are not playing and a lot of guys that are in health and safety protocols, somebody's going to have to step up. And like Terrell has mentioned many times, like guys like Jalen Brunson and you know Chris Middleton stepping up last night and then also uh, John Collins having a big night. So I think those are the type of direction where the market is not going to catch up on these guys um, and as far as player props. Um, 
Anything else around the league, Terrell? Maybe we need to mention. Um, trying to see here, anything that kind of stood out to me. Ah, oh, ISO Joe back in the league. Uh, Joe Johnson signed with the Boston Celtics last, or uh, yeah, yesterday. Uh, with so many guys that they had in the health and safety protocols, he came out yesterday for the Boston Celtics and played. Let's see, I'm trying to pull up the box score here. Joe Johnson yesterday he, he played scored, two just minutes. Know he scored. Just know he scored one of the like the oldest old man of buckets and like just straight up an old man bucket like where he is just using his size. He's getting to his spot and he's pulling up and kick. like it was such an old man bucket that it was like wow, this is like. This is good to see. This is good yeah. to see. I'm super happy to see this. So yeah, uh, congrats to Joe making it back. Yeah, he played in the. He probably kind of played some garbage minutes there, two minutes. Uh, hit a hit a bucket, uh, like Terrell said, and got two points. Um, it's crazy that it's been 20 years since he got drafted by the Boston Celtics and now signed with them because of all the guys that they have in health and safety protocols to come out there and uh, play ball uh, for the team that drafted him 20 years ago. Um, I think that's kind of it. Uh, Terrell, I didn't see anything else. You know, we covered guys that are in and out, in and out of health and safety protocols. Um, Chicago Bulls back in action after their team had a couple of postponements. Uh, I think that the Brooklyn Nets should also be uh, back on Saturday. And Toronto Raptors were the other team that are having guys. I think they're up to eight or nine guys that are in health and safety protocols. So. Uh, again, guys, definitely check out what's going on with guys being out of these uh, protocols in the NBA. Terrell, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and we're going to dive into this absolutely huge schedule tonight in the uh, NBA for this Thursday night schedule. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. College football championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at T-I-C-K-P-K dot com slash SGP. That's TickPick.com slash SGP. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make your first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. 
ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is an easy way to play daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks has a ton of stats to choose from, including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. Price Picks allows mixed entries, so you can take the over on LeBron's points, combine it with the under on Patrick Mahomes, yardage, and the same entry. PrizePix offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PrizePix has an award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play Store. PrizePix is 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. PrizePix can be made in Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. PricePix.com, promo code SGP. Check it out for yourself, guys. It's really fun to use. I use it on the daily for NBA and NFL. PricePix.com, promo code SGP for that 100% deposit match. Rosso brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers use Prop swap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on prop swap. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's just dive right into it, Terrell. The first game tonight in the NBA, we had the Houston Rockets. Headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers are a nine-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 223. The Rockets did play last night against the Milwaukee Bucks, where they lost that game 126-106, pulling up the ATS trends here. Um, the Rockets on the road so far this season, 9-8-1 against the spread. Back-to-back situations against the spread, 1-2-1. and one, Very, very small sample. They're a perfect 4-0 to the over on uh, back-to-back situations. Taking a look at the injury report, obviously no injury report for the Houston Rockets, but I do know being a Rockets fan and being down here in Houston, Jalen Green is going to be back for the Houston Rockets tonight, so keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. The Indiana Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon is questionable with a right Achilles uh, sore tendon. And other than that, pretty clean injury report for the Pacers. But Terrell, nine-point favorite here for the Pacers. What are you thinking, man? Uh, it's the Rockets, mm, so just do opposite yeah, know, whatever Terrell says. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, dude, opposite. I mean, I'm a shooter. I'm going to keep shooting. But uh, I, I wouldn't be mad if you fade me here. Um, but and maybe, it, honestly, whatever I do, they're probably just – the opposite is probably just going to happen no matter what I say. But uh, – 
I'm kind of look even as a bat to bat spot. I'm kind of looking at the Rockets here. Okay. I really am. I I think that they are much improved. I know they have a good coach in Steven Silas, and they're much improved from the beginning of the year. They're starting to find their stride a little bit um, and just contend in a, in a couple of these games. And, you know, the Pacers, uh, no Malcolm Brogdon in this one, so that's a pretty big piece. I, I don't think Malcolm Brogdon is going to play. He might play, but I, I think he's dealing with an Achilles. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. Um, so this handicap is basically going if Michael, if uh, Brogdon doesn't play. But um, – yeah, so they have they have a nice few pieces. They can score the basketball. We know this, but uh, that's not like Houston can score the basketball as well. I think this is a yeah. high scoring game. I think this game gets well into the hundreds of both teams, and they're just going shot for shot with each other. Yeah. And so, if I'm getting you know three possessions with Houston, and mm-hmm. I think uh, between Houston's pace, between how how they like to play the ball, then they're getting Jalen Green back, and I expect that to. Uh, to be able to add to the scoring some, like even if it, even if it's just a little bit, just another option to go to. Yeah, yeah, I like the Rockets here. I think the Rockets can keep it within three possessions against the Pacers. Yeah, I think you're right about the Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon thing. I mean, when you're dealing with an Achilles, I mean, he tried to play that last game against Miami, but he left. I think it was either at halftime or the second quarter where he did not return for the Pacers. Um, for the Rockets, I mean, yeah, you get Jalen Green back, so you have a little more fire firepower, like you said. Um, yeah, we're not sure what the mentality is for this Indiana Pacers team because we're seeing more and more reports every day that you know guys are saying that they want out. You know, with Sabonis and Turner, we already knew all that information, but it just seems that it's coming about a grander scale right now. But um, I'm so more interested on the total here, and like you. You hit the nail on the head, Terrell. It's that I think that we'll do. We do see points in this game. Um, the Indiana Pacers uh, two straight overs here. I mean, it's very small, but they've you know two hundred and thirty-five points against the Pistons, where they gave up one hundred thirteen to the Pistons in their last game against the Miami Heat, uh, where they got their doors blown off. Um, the Miami Heat dropped one hundred twenty-five uh, against them. Um, you know, without a lot of their key guys, no Jimmy Butler. Uh, obviously, we know about Bam. And for the Rockets, look, they've hit oh, the over in seven out of their last nine, sorry, seven out of their last eight games against Chicago, 251 points scored last night, 232 points scored. So, sorry, like you said, both these teams can put the ball in the basket. So, I'm more interested in the over here in this game at 223. As far as the side, uh, gun to my head, I would probably take the Rockets with you, Terrell. I'm not sure what the mentality, what the feeling is in this locker room for the Pacers right now. We saw early on when that news came out that they, you know, kind of got together or, you know, won a couple games. But after that, they've lost now four of their last six games um, Mm -hmm. overall. So I will lean towards uh, the Rockets as well and the over for sure. I do love the over in this game. Anything else for this game, Terrell? Uh, No, not really. You know, I'm not trying to talk about these guys for too long. (laughs) Let's move over to the next game. We have the New Orleans Pelicans headed down to Orlando to take on the Magic, where the Pelicans are a six and a half point road favorite. Um, currently seeing a total of two hundred nine. Magic did play last night against the Orlando, sorry, against the Atlanta Hawks, who were without Trey Young, without Clint Capella. But the Orlando Magic won that game, I believe, as a seven and a half or eight point underdog. One hundred four ninety eight. I think we do need a for sure highlight the injury report here for uh, both of these teams for the Pelicans. Let's start there. No Jonas Valanciunas in this game. 
other than that, everybody is a go for the magic. It's a lot more bigger names and a lot, a lot of guys that are out here. So bear with me here. Uh, Cole Anthony questionable with a right ankle sprain. He did not play last night. Mo Bamba. Um, let's see. RJ Hampton, Michael Mulder, Terrence Ross are in Mo. Yeah. And Mo Walker. I don't know why they had him twice, but those guys are all in health and safety protocols. And then another injury is Wendell Carter Jr. Right lower leg muscle strain. Um, what else? And then the usual guys we've talked about before with Etwan Moore and Jonathan Isaac are all also out. So, Terrell, I mean, I still feel like there's a lot of points for this Pelicans team laying on the road, despite them playing well over the last couple of games or they've long won three of the last four games. But what are you thinking for this game? Hell yeah, this is a lot of points for the Pelicans on the road. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, this is a lot of points. I I don't even with these injuries. And I mean, this is this went into my handicap of the magic earlier on the season. Like in the preseason, when I said the magic were gonna be a lot better than what they are right now. Yeah. This is kind of going into that handicap. Like we're sitting here looking at all these guys out, but when you sit here and you think about the guys they still have playing, they still have Gary Harris playing, they still have Franz Wagner playing, like they still got some guys that are in this lineup that are still like really good at basketball that are good yeah. at basketball that can score the basketball that get get after it on the defensive end and so i'm not really i'm not really worried too 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 much about them coming in and being able to compete in this game like i mean would you of course would you like to have you know cole anthony and wendell carter out there to help boost them while the other guys are in health and safety yeah so if they're not out there that's a little bit depressing but they still got some good players on this team yo like it's still some guys that can ball it's still uh it may not be as content and then when we look at the pelicans on the other side it's like all right like they're they're pretty solid too like they're they're decent i expect this to be a close game i don't think it's anything the pelicans run away with they don't just come into orlando and just run away with a win here i think that this is a close game i think both teams compete maybe the pelicans edge one out uh, but I definitely think Orlando can keep it into a three, four point game for sure. Yeah, the Pelicans uh, on the road so far this season overall are five and twelve against the spread. They're five and ten as road underdogs, and they're zero and two as road favorites. So, um, in Orlando, like you said, they're competing. I mean, a huge win last night against the Atlanta Hawks. I know they didn't have Trey Young and Clint Capella, but they still have some pretty good players on that Atlanta squad. So for them to go out and get that victory on the road, uh, that mojo, like we talk about Terrell, that they're, they're kind of feeling good about themselves going into ATL, getting the W. Now they're coming back home to take on this Pelicans team, which I think they can beat as well. Um, yeah. When I first saw this line, I was like, why are the Pelicans laying six and a half on the road? I know they've won three out of the last four games, four out of five overall, but I do like Orlando here tonight um, in this game. Uh, thoughts on the total Terrell at uh, 209 here. Um, not really. I think that it, it has the, I think it still has the opportunity to go over because yep. I still think that, um, the Pelicans are, can score like the Pelicans are found their stride, found a way to score the basketball. Yep. And I don't think that Orlando is going to be completely devoid of scoring at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm really not even like, that's not a total that's sticking out to me on tonight. Yeah. I agree. Uh, definitely, if you are guys are playing player props, uh, definitely check out uh, Franz Wagner player props, especially if all these guys continue to be out because he had a big night last night uh, for the for the Orlando Magic against Atlanta. Don't see him listed yet, but uh, I think they're slowly trying to trickle out as we uh, continue to get through these games here. 
Uh, let's get no, You said no Valanciunas, right? No Valanciunas for the Pelicans. Yeah, just making sure. Yeah. Um, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Atlanta Hawks that we just talked about headed to Philly to take on the Sixers. Where the Sixers are a 10.5-point home favorite here, currently seeing a total of 209.5. We know that Clint Capella and Trey Young are out in health and safety protocols for the Atlanta Hawks, but no other injury reports submitted for them yet because they played last night. For the Philadelphia 76ers, Andre Drummond, Danny Green, Shake Milton, Georges Niang are all in health and safety protocols, but you still have Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Seth Curry, uh, Tyrese Maxey that are going to be playing for the Sixers here. Thoughts on this game, Terrell? Ten and a half point uh, home favorites for the Sixers. Yeah. Um. So before we came on, I was talking about uh, how much I, you know, I was thinking in my head like, okay, like we just we I just sit here and did this same handicap for the Magic. Uh, that there's still some ballers on this team. Like, we, all these guys out, we still look at this team, and you still see you got Cam Reddish, you got John Collins still out there. You got uh, Jalen Johnson coming off the bench who look pretty pretty solid. Like, you got you got a bunch of players that look really, really good. So it's like, why is this spread this big? But then, but then, I go back to the 76ers, and I look at what they did against the Celtics. Yeah. And let me just read off the 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 minutes again. Tobias Harris, 41 minutes. Derrick Green, 40 minutes. Joel Embiid, 40 minutes. Seth Curry, 40 minutes. Thib- uh, Thibel, 30, uh, 32 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so they had the long break. That went into the that was the same thing that went to the same handicap where I was talking about the the uh the versus the Celtics where these guys have a lot of rest coming up a yeah. lot of rest coming up so they haven't played since what Monday right Monday against Celtics got a lot of rest now they're playing today they're not gonna play again until Sunday uh let's see here I have the I think schedule that's Sunday up. so Monday, I think it's Sunday yeah Sunday you're right against Washington yeah it's it's, it's really hard reading dates over here being over there my <laughs> date says my date says monday but i know for a fact to everybody else that listens to this podcast with the exception of a small few that actually means sunday so uh sunday they play again yeah so like they can honestly run those guys another 40 minutes and they'll probably be good by the time they play again on sunday not even gonna hold you um i I'm kind of leaning 76ers here. I, I think I'm going to fade the Hawks on the back-to-back on the road. Uh, those guys, like, gave it, gave everything against that game with the Magic. Like, John Collins almost had a 30-piece. Cam Reddish did have a 30-piece. Like, yeah. they, they gave they gave everything. I think that the 76ers just kind of get get out ahead, get out in front in this one, and just kind of hold – hold a pretty sizable lead. And, you know, this is a Hawks team that the 76ers don't like. They didn't appreciate getting knocked out of the playoffs last year. They've beaten them two times already this year. Yeah. Uh, I think they try to handle it to them again. Yeah, I love your handicap, but what you said about the resting, that's because that, that's huge, right? They haven't played, like you said, since Monday, had the Sixers, and they have one game tonight, and then they have two more days off. So, Absolutely nailed that handicap uh, about, you know, Mendix allocation that, you know, the Sixers should be able to roll out Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry for, you know, 35, 40 plus minutes again tonight. And then last night, you know, looking at Atlanta, John Collins and Cam Resch both played 40 plus minutes. DeLon Wright played 39 minutes uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. So they're going to have some tired legs here tonight. I'm expecting Joel Embiid to have a big game tonight. 
um, without uh, without Clint Capella in the in the center position, right? Who's going to be able to contain Joel Embiid? I mean, yeah, you can put the length and the athletic ability of John Collins, but I think the pure strength of uh, Joel Embiid, he should have another big game like he did against the Boston Celtics, where he dropped yeah. forty plus points. So. I agree with you, man. I'll get a, a 10 and a half. I, it seems like a small number here for the Sixers, but um, I think they're going to be able to take care of business here against the Atlanta Hawks. I do like the under in this game. I know it opened up at 214, but if it creeps back up to 210, 211, I, I'm going to take a look at taking the under here. Any thoughts on the total? Uh, no, nah, no feelings on the total. Kind of like Joe and B, uh, triple double prop. Oh, okay. Uh, you see a number on that? that. Uh, 35 to 1. Okay. I'm looking at right now. I'm I'm kind of interested in. It. I think that it's at a point where he's going to be too dominant in this game, like too dominant in the game. And I do honestly think that the Hawks can probably stay in the game for a little bit. Like they can stay in the game for a little bit and not force him off the court. Yeah. But uh, I I mean, it, it gets to a point where he might be too dominant, and I'm just expecting them to rush, a, try to rush a double, or as soon as he gets the ball, try to throw the double at him as soon as he gets the ball. And I can see him, you know, kicking out for and getting a, racking up assists. So I would definitely play the over on his assist prop tonight. Okay. Um, I see. I I see people have already been on it. It was at three and a half. It's at four and a half now at plus money. Yeah. If you can get it at three and a half, and you know, lay a little bit of juice, then I'm perfectly fine with that. But I I obviously, if I'm playing this triple double prop, I like the four and a half. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that he can. I think he can sneakily get a lot of assists this game. Like I just think that because the, I don't think the Hawks are just going to try to be like, all right, we don't just concede to Joel and beat this game. Like I think they're going to try to do something with him defensively, and that's going to be the opportunity where he gets a couple of guys cut into the basket, or he finds a couple of guys at three point line. Like he 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 could get a couple of assists this game. I I, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, he's pretty. Look, you you talked about how. They have revenge on their mind, right? They've already beat them twice this season. And, and last year they bounced them in the playoffs. So they kind of have that revenge on their mind. And not having the two of their three, or yeah, not having two of your best players that can complete Trey and uh, Trey Young. I think that this is a game where, you know, Joel Amin may have a big night like he did against Boston. So definitely look out for those player props uh, for so, Joel Embiid. Go ahead. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So 10. So in his last 10 games, Mm-hmm. Joe M B has only had less than four assists twice. Over his last how many you said? Eight ten games. Ten wait, games. Is that, wait, is that even no, I did that. I did that wrong. He's only had under four assists once. So in his last ten games, he's so in his last ten games, it's only one time that he's had under four assists, and that's when he had a two and assist game uh against uh Utah. That's yeah. when they were they got blown out of that game against Utah. He he came he played 30 minutes, but um, came off the off the floor rather quickly when the game was getting you know yeah. out of hand. So, yeah, man, he's he he's dishing. He's averaged four uh four point four in a year, and he's been dishing out a lot of assists recently. I like Joel and B assist props, and I would sprinkle on his triple double tonight because just let let a few like let him just get a whole bunch of early assists, and then the rest of that is really really easy for him. So, I mean that there it go. Yeah, even if you're looking at his points, rebounds, and assists combined, currently seeing it at 42 and a half uh, for tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Washington Wizards headed to the Big Apple to take on the New York Knicks, where the Knicks are a one-point underdog uh, at home tonight, uh, currently seeing a total of 211. 
We did mention that uh, a couple of things here for the Knicks. They do get RJ Barrett back tonight. He has cleared health and safety protocols as well as Obi Toppin has cleared health and safety protocols. So those two guys should be back tonight for the New York Knicks. Um, for the Washington Wizards, and also uh, we did mention at the top of the show, Derek Rose is going to be out about six to eight weeks after he had right ankle surgery, I believe, yesterday. So uh, oh. no Derek Rose for the Knicks for the next uh, next couple months here. Um, for the Washington Wizards, uh, KCP is in health and safety protocols. Um, other than that, everybody should be a go for this team. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, but Terrell, one point favorite here for the Wizards in New York tonight. What are you thinking, man? I, I still, I still think it's the Knicks, man. Okay. I still think it's the Knicks. Um, they. Since Kemba Walker's come back these past two games, they have looked really, really good. Now, they're one and one you know, um, in that span. But they look really, really good. Uh, he's added another level of scoring to them. Um, you know, he, they, he really doesn't do anything to offense. I mean, defensively, but he's giving them another level of scoring. He's getting the offense moving. And the yeah. offense looks solid. Like, the offense does look solid. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that the, this is kind of a spot where they can kind of get up for this game, you know, going hard into Christmas, uh, you know, Atlanta on deck, but you're not really like – you're more than likely not going to have Trey Young in that game. Yeah. So that, that might be uh, anticlimactic for what, you know, everybody expected this game to be out way back in the summertime when they announced this game. Yeah. So um, – I think I think Kemba does it again. I think Kemba does it again. I think he keeps it rolling. He's he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove. Like Kemba wasn't hurt. Kemba wasn't, and if he was hurt, isn't it wasn't announced to the public? But Kemba's been sitting this whole time because they just taken him out the rotation. Right. They're saying that he is less. He was less than an asset than them, and he did not deserve to be playing with the team at this time. And now he's going out there and you know balling. Now, my concern for the Knicks and my concern, and this would be the anti-handicap to this argument, is the fact that the Knicks are pl- – that uh, Tibbs is, is going to Tibbs. Yeah. And he's been Tibbsing the past couple of games. Julius Randle, 38 minutes that last game. Kemba Walker, 40 minutes. Uh, Alec Burks, 41 minutes. Evan Fournier, 41 minutes. Like, he's, he's, playing, he's playing these guys and not taking them out the game. So, yeah. Uh, that can definitely be the anti-handicap versus a Wizards team that's got a little bit of rest on their side. So um, I, I think the I think the line is exactly where it needs to be, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna side with the Knicks here. I don't necessarily like it. Yeah, I don't think those guys will be playing a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, Burks, Fournier, and Walker tonight, especially when you're getting R.J. Baird and Obi Toppin back. So you know, we we'll probably won't see those heavy, heavy minutes. You'll probably still see, you know. 32 around 33 minutes for those guys. But when you're getting those two uh, type of players back into your rotation, I don't think Tibbs will be uh, relying on those three guys to play 40 plus minutes tonight, but uh, you never know with Tibbs, right? But um, yeah, I think this is kind of a big game for the Knicks here tonight. I think that, you know, they, they took care of business against the Pistons, but who isn't right now? And look, the Knicks have been struggling at home uh, so far this season, man, especially even against the spread right now. Um, the Knicks are 5-11 and 11 at home against the spread. They're 0-4 as home underdogs, and they're 5-7 and 7 as home favorites. So uh, something something's just not right with this team. 
Um, and Washington does have the rest advantage here. Oh, God, man. I'm going to side. I'm going to lean towards the Wizards here tonight. I think that, you know, I still want to see the Knicks kind of figure things out at home. And then those spread numbers kind of scare me here. So I'm going to side with the Wizards here tonight as the one-point favorite. Pretty much a pickup. If you're going to play this game, just take the uh, money line for both of these teams. Uh, whichever yeah. side that you like, uh, play the money line. Um, thoughts on the total here, Terrell, at uh, two – where is it at? 211? Um. It feels like it's, it, it, it. I don't know if it, it feels like it can be under, but I mean, ugh, ugh, I don't. I don't even know, man. This is <laughs> this is nasty. I'm not. I'm kind of staying away from this game. I'd rather just wait until Christmas and and get the Knicks uh, against the Hawks. I, I don't hate that at all. Let's get over to the next game. We have the Detroit Pistons. Headed down to South Beach to take on the Miami Heat, where the Heat are 11 point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 204 and a half. I should mention that these two teams did get together on December 19th, where the Detroit Pistons won that game at home as a six and a half point underdog, 100 to 90. So a bit of a revenge on the mind of the Miami Heat here. Miami Heat played the other night against uh, the Indiana Pacers where they took care of business 125-96 in that game. Don't think the starters played a lot of heavy minutes in that game. Um, Kyle Lowry was a bucket away from having a triple-double in that game for the Miami Heat. He finished up with 8 points, 11 rebounds, and 12 assists. But um, most of the starters, Duncan Robinson, uh, Vincent Lowry, Dwayne Dedman, uh, those uh, guys played around 30 minutes. Deadman played 20, and then the bench took care of the rest uh, for the Miami Heat. But, Terrell, 11-point favorites here for the Miami Heat, man. What are you thinking? Oh, man. Um, I'm on the Heat. I, I, I'm on the Heat. I think the Heat will go. I think they are they are finding ways to, you know, they're, they're, finding, they're finding new roles with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. PJ Tucker with those guys out, they're finding new roles for those guys. They're they're really cooking. Uh, their defense takes another level and goes on another level of intensity at home. Um, and I'm concerned for this backcourt of the Pistons. They, I think they're going to struggle tonight. I think the Pistons' backcourt is going to struggle tonight. And if that backcourt can't get going, then uh, I really don't know where the rest of that scoring is going to come from for the Pistons and how they're going to be able to stay in this game. I think the Heat try to try to run the score up and try to get up out of here early again for another night. Yeah, I should have mentioned uh, Kate Cunningham is in the health and safety protocols for the Detroit Pistons. Um, we already know about Jeremy Grant. He's been out. He's out with the thumb injury. Corey Joe. Yeah, your, your backcourt's pretty much going to be Corey Joseph, um, Pamadou Diallo. I think those are going to be your starters tonight um, for the Detroit Pistons, that backcourt, along with Killian Hayes. But yeah, we know we've talked about our volumes, and you've mentioned this as well a lot of times, is that this Miami Heat uh, defense against that point guard position plays really well and, and really um, defends well against that position. Don't give up very many points. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with the revenge angle here. Miami Heat, uh, you know, they lost that game by 10 points in Detroit. So now you have Detroit coming back into your house to uh, kind of take care of business here. So I think Miami uh, rolls here. I, I agree with you there. Um Definitely like the under in this game as well. I think that I don't 
I don't see the Pistons scoring a lot of points in this game. Uh, so I'm probably looking at a, a Pistons team total under in this game, Terrell. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I think that um, it can go under. And you know, Miami Heat games have been, you know, some they've been kind of up and down. But as this defense is, you kind of expect it to kind of go under for the most part. I just don't think the Pistons are going to be in this game tonight. I really don't. And I guess yeah. the 11 point, me taking 11 points, right, is indic- indicates I don't think they're going to be in this game. So I'd ride the under with you. Yeah, uh, and if you do think that the Miami Heat are going to put up points on their uh, as far as their team total, I only see it at 108 right now. So uh, maybe worth they sprinkle there as well as they've been kind of putting up points even without guys like Jimmy Butler uh, in this lineup. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have oh, where did my screen go here? We have yes, here we go. The Milwaukee Bucks headed to Texas to take on the Dallas Mavericks here tonight. Uh, where the Milwaukee Bucks are a three and a half point road favorite in Dallas tonight, currently seeing a total of 210. Let's get to the injury report here. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks did play the Houston Rockets, where they won that game by 20 points. Uh, let's just take a look at the uh, minutes allocation for the starters last night for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Chris Middleton did return as well as Wes Matthews last night. So, um, sorry, Chris Middleton played 28 minutes. DeMarcus Cousins also started for this team last night. He played 28 minutes. Drew Holiday and Pat Connington, 31 minutes each. So not a lot of significant minutes for starters there. Um, I mean, as well, they took care of business, so they didn't really play in that fourth quarter. Uh, Looking at the injury report for the Dallas Mavericks, we talked about Luka has entered the health and safety protocols for the Dallas Uh Mavericks. Uh, Reggie Bullock, Trey Burke are also in health and safety protocols, as well as Tim Hardaway Jr. and Maxi Kleba. Uh, and Kristaps Porzingis is questionable tonight with a right toe soreness. Um, but Terrell, what do you think? Man, three and a half point underdogs are the Dallas Mavericks at home tonight against the Bucks. <sighs> Give me the Bucks. Give me the bucks. I um this is tough. But I think I think this number is too low. Okay. It's hard to say, but I think the, the Bucks are getting people back. So where the Bucks are getting people back and Davis is losing people. And I'm all, I'm still inside two possessions here. And I know I talk about how much I like Jalen Brunson and I do like Jalen Brunson. I still kind of like him in this game. But I just we know we know the Mavericks to be a slow starting team at home. They're all if they do anything, they're going to start slow at home. Right. Like this is that's just what they do. Do am I can I really sit here and say if this magic this Mavericks team goes down against the Bucks, are they gonna be able to climb back into the game? I don't think so. I think the Bucs are too good. I think that they can tap into another level defensively that I don't see the Mavericks being able to tap into. Getting uh I think Giannis is coming back for this game. Did you say that? No, Giannis is out for this game. He's in health and safety so he, protocols. So he is? Okay. Yeah, he's out. Okay. All right. I was reading this wrong. Um, either way, so even with Giannis, but even with Giannis being out, like we've seen, you know, I have to sit here and I have to gamble on, is this going <clears> to be a day that both Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday don't show up? And I can't necessarily make that gamble like 100%. I can't. I think that they have a lot of options they can still go to scoring the ball. 
and I think this can kind of get out of hand for the Mavericks. I'm not saying that they get blown out the water, but if this finishes between eight and ten points, I would not be surprised at all. So give me the bucks here. Yeah, I think one thing I, I want to mention is that uh, the Bucks are one in five against the spread on back-to-back situations. But I think sometimes we can throw that stat out the window, at least especially in the time that we are right now with so many guys being out uh, for many teams that are, are in the health and safety protocols. Because in the last game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, this was the starting lineup for the Mavericks. is Dorian Feeney-Smith, who played 41 minutes, starting uh-huh. Brown, who played 33 minutes, Dwight Powell, Jalen Brunson, who played 40, and Frank Nilakina, who played 32 minutes. So, oh and then God, not Frank. Yeah. So, 32 minutes for Frank Nilakina for the Dallas Mavericks in the starting lineup. And Terrell, not much of a bench there for, uh, for the um, Dallas Mavericks. Trey Burke, 22 minutes. Marquise Chris, 16 minutes. Theo Penson, 22 minutes. So, I think oh, gonna Theo be, got 22. Yeah. Theo Penson played 22 minutes for the, the, oh man, but they still won the game against them uh, of the, uh, with the Timberwolves, but it was that back to back. Oh, yeah. I was on that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back yeah, to back. That game. Yeah. It was that back to back to, uh, that home and, uh, home and road thing between two teams. So, um, so you're leaning towards the Bucks here tonight. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't argue against that. And I just can't make a case for Dallas right now either, even though, They've been decent at home, but when you have these these many players out for the Dallas Mavericks, I think the Bucks, uh, especially the stars that didn't play a lot of minutes, should go out and play well tonight. Um, so I'm leaning towards the Bucks here. Any thoughts on the total total two ten? Um, under. I mean, let's let's keep riding uh, Maverick unders. Yeah, right I now. can't so, argue that. Yeah, can't can't argue that. Let's just go ahead and take the under in that one. Uh, Jalen Brunson. Um. You see like his props? I said, with this, I don't see his props yet, but, okay. you know, I'm on him again. I'll throw, uh, you know, his points over, whatever that is. Uh, give me his rebounds over. Okay. Give me his rebounds over, whatever that's going to be. I think I'll have a play on that and his double-double. Maybe not triple-double because I am kind of concerned. Um, I don't know whether he's going to get the whether he gets it on the assist or the rebounds. It really doesn't matter to me as long as he gets one. But I am kind of concerned for the assist. I just if if the the excuse me if the Mavericks are not finishing at the rim like yeah. they're not finishing these things, then he can't rack up assists. So uh, it kind of makes me hesitant on a triple double prop for him. But I like a, a double double. I think that if he sneaks around and just kind of flies around the court and get and falls in some rebounds then we could have a nice little because that's got to be at some nice odds like that's got to be at some real nice odds so yeah uh, i think we can have something nice right there yeah his, his rebounding hasn't really been there over the past four to four to five six games here i mean over the last four games he's only had uh two two three and two but the assists have have been there over the past four games uh last game he had six but game prior to that he had 11 assists Against the Lakers, he had nine, and then against the Hornets, he had eight. So yeah, the rebounding yeah. is definitely the concern for Jalen Brunson. But yeah, but I think, but I think he can. Uh, I just feel, I don't know. I got a feeling. I don't know. I just okay. got a feeling like it can. That might be the juicy. That might be the juicy play. Like if you if you hop on the rebounds and you take his rebounds, like if he's if he's averaging two, he's probably going to get set at what two and a half, three and a half. Probably like somewhere like that. And then, yeah. you know, if he comes up on a bunch of rebounds, even if he doesn't get choked up, he gets like eight. That's going to be still be a nice cash. I don't know. Maybe maybe he stumbles across some tonight. Like maybe he just stumbled across some because I, I really think that he's going to have to be the catalyst for his team to play well tonight. 
Yeah, I can't argue that, especially when you have, you know, your top guys out. Definitely keep an eye out for if uh, KP is going to play tonight or not. He's currently listed as questionable for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I think that'll make a big difference about uh, uh, who's get these rebounds and who doesn't. Um, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Charlotte Hornets headed to Denver to take on the Nuggets in the Mile High City, where the Nuggets are a three-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 230. Um, last night, the Denver Nuggets played the Oklahoma City Thunder where they got their doors blown off. Uh, they lost that game 108-94. I do know that none of the starters played in that fourth quarter for the uh, Denver Nuggets, even though it was an eight-point game with about, I think, five minutes left in that game. But Mike Malone made the decision, made the decision that uh, the starters were not going to play because they have a game tonight. But last night, um, Jalen... Uh, sorry, uh, Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, Jokic, and Morris. None of those guys played more than 25 minutes last night. And Jokic had a uh, not a Jokic type of game last night. 13 points, only seven rebounds, and three assists. So expect him to bounce back very, very nicely tonight against the Charlotte Hornets team. Um, for the Hornets, uh, again, the defensive struggles continue. I know uh, they played on Monday against the Utah Jazz where uh, we were expecting, a, or I was expecting a lot of points in that game, but just didn't come into fruition. Uh, just a very, very bad shooting night. But let's start with the side here, Terrell. Uh, Three-point home favorites for the Nuggets, man. What are you thinking? Yeah, simple. Give me Nuggets. Pretty simple there. Give, give me the Nuggets. I will fade uh, this Hornets team on the road again, especially – you know, uh, getting a short number. Yeah, I think like you like you said up there earlier that the the uh, the Nuggets are getting a very very easy. Uh, you know, they're they're not really like they're coming off back to back, but they didn't really play anybody the game before. So, not really too not really too worried or too nervous about that. Um, so yeah, I think that the horn the Hornets here, and I think that this is kind of. A diff like this is not going to be like that jazz game. So again, we are on the over here. I think both teams are going to yeah. score. I think both teams are going to score a lot. I think because this is a short number, it is a lot easier that for me to have my trust in the Nuggets to cover this number than for the Hornets to cover the number because I think the Hornets can possibly lose this game and lose it ugly. But I don't think I don't see the Nuggets losing this game ugly at all. I think that this can relatively be a close game. If not a close game, the Nuggets are going to run away with it. So. Um, I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident there. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. Uh, I really, really do. I don't think Charlotte is going to shoot as poorly as they did. I, I think Denver is going to try to get up for this game uh, after the showing that they had last night. So, uh, give me, give me the Nuggets here. Yeah, this is going to be a fun game to watch, man. I'm kind of excited for this one. Uh, not because it's going to be a lot of points being scored, but. Um, anytime you get to watch Joker on your screen, I think that he's going to have a monster, monster game tonight for the. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets. I mean, last, I think it was last Wednesday where me and Scott were doing a prop cast and his triple double was at plus odds uh, for the yoke for, for the Joker. It was at plus 215. And I know it's not the greatest, but Joker. Plus 190 tonight. Yeah. So I would hop on that. I think he had a bad game last night and I think he's going to have a big game tonight for the, uh, for the Denver Nuggets against this Charlotte Hornets team. I mean, who's going to guard him? You think Mason Plumlee can stay with Jokic? I don't think so. So. Um, I like Denver here as well. I think I think I like the over more. Like you said, we're going to see a lot of points being scored in this game. Uh, we've talked about Charlotte overs and their lack of defense. They're one of the top teams 
um, as far as offensive efficiency. Um, interestingly, uh, let me see. Let me pull up the latest numbers on their offensive efficiency here for the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Terrell, take a guess where they're at. Wait, what? What you mean? Offensive, offensive efficiency for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. I mean, are they still not like top five, top seven in the league? They're number three right now, uh, right behind Utah and Atlanta, and right in front of Golden State and Phoenix. And then defensively, they are dead last, number 30 in defensive efficiency. So, uh, yeah, definitely see a lot of points being scored here tonight. Um, anything else for this game, Terrell? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think this could be a nice uh, Miles Bridges night. Okay. I, like to hear, I would like to hear Miles Bridges' name call, called again. I think that Gordon Hayward could have his name called again. Like, um, this Nuggets team, they're not – bottom of the league against the small forward position, but they're still giving up about 24 points per game to the small forward. And uh, both of these guys are – I just feel like these points props, like I'm sitting here just looking at them, and I'm like, somebody's going to go off here, guys. Uh, Nobody here has – first of all, nobody um, on this Hornets team has a points prop of over 20 points. So you got – you're getting Terry Rozier at 15.5. You're getting LaMelo at 19.5. You're getting – Gordon Hayward at 16 and a half and you get Miles Bridges at 17 and a half. And for a game where I think that they're still going to be able to score the basketball and they're going to be able to put up a whole bunch of points. I like a couple of those guys. Like I like at least two people to score 20. So, I mean, I think, I think Miles Bridges is one of those guys where he's just going to go out, put up another, a bunch of more points total and try to add to that most improved player of the year campaign. Do you see a LaMelo ball triple double there? A uh, number on it? 12 to one. What do you think about a LaMelo Ball triple-double and Jokic triple-double tonight? Same game. Uh, I think I think it can be done. I think it can be done. I, I mean, it's it's so, like, it's really, it's really just banking on do you think LaMelo is going to get a triple-double? Because I yeah. think the assumption is that Jokic is going to just stumble into one. So yeah. I, think the, I think the thought is, is LaMelo going to get it done? And I think LaMelo can get it done. Um Wonder, yeah, this I think. Is, go ahead. A, I would like to see some better odds on the two. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not mad to play at all. Yeah, I think that would be interesting uh, play if you could parlay those two and do like the same game parlay. I think this is a, this has the potential of having a same game parlay in this game. But um, yeah, definitely excited for this one tonight between the Hornets and the Nuggets. Let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the Oklahoma City Thunder going to Phoenix to take on the Phoenix Suns. The Suns are a 15-point home favorite here tonight, currently seeing a total of 215. I uh, do not mention that Devin Booker is back for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he returned, I believe, two games ago uh, for the uh, Phoenix Suns, so I think they are fully healthy, or at least have uh, their main guys back. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder did play last night against uh, the Denver Nuggets, like we just mentioned. They got that victory, 104-98. Um, currently looking at the ATS numbers here for both of these teams. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are 19 and 11 overall against the spread, nine and five on the road, nine and five as a road underdog. And for the, uh, uh, sorry, the Phoenix Suns, nine and seven at home against the spread and nine and seven as home favorites. But Terrell, 15 points here for the uh, Phoenix Suns as home favorites, man. What are you thinking? I mean, why? What is the motivation for the Suns in this game? Like, what? Um, what is? What is the motivation for the Suns at this game? Why is this not just a 
all right, we play our guys like the first half, just kind of keep them warm. But whatever happens, happens. And, you know, we just keep rolling. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't – it's hard yeah. for me to sit here and say that the Thunder are going to go out and win this game and win four straight. And But I'm not afraid to. But I'm just saying, like, what is the motivation for the Suns in this game? Like, they got the Warriors on deck Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, they want to be as healthy as they can for that game. I, I can see them – even if they get out into a lead, and I expect them to to get out into a lead, but to maintain it through the fourth quarter and the rest, like while the Thunder are probably still playing those guys and still playing hard in the second half where they're probably coasting. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see the motivation for the Suns to go out here and say we're going to hang twenty on the, on their heads. So give me the thun, give me the Thunder minus fifteen plus fifteen. Like I, it's just so many points, and I just don't see any reason for the Suns to be like, oh, let's try to keep this lead up this high. Like if they have a lead and the Thunder start making a push towards the end, they're going to be perfectly fine with an eight nine point win. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I, I think that you know this uh, Thunder team looks like they found their mojo here a little bit. Um, they've won now three straight games. Uh, they've covered the last four games. And if you kind of take a look at uh, when they've been underdogs of 10 or more points, um, it's happened quite frequently throughout the season. Uh, but they've been covering these big numbers. Uh, the last time they didn't cover a big number was against that Memphis game where we talked about where they lost that game by 74, 75, whatever that points uh, victory missing, was. Right. Missing half the starters. Yeah, they didn't have Josh Giddy. They didn't have uh, John Moran in that game. But um, yeah, if you kind of just go look at what they've done when they've been double-digit dogs, they've been covering that number. So um, you took the words right out of my mouth that Phoenix has that game against the Golden State Warriors on deck on Saturday, on Christmas Day. But another thing is that tonight is that we're going to see a lot of these starters play minutes. They're going to play heavy minutes because, number one, a lot of these teams have – there's no games tomorrow in the NBA and only the only the elite teams or the big matchups that are playing on Saturday uh, are, are playing. And you can look at the, you already know who's playing on Saturday. So a lot of these teams don't have games until Sunday. So they can afford to play heavy minutes for a lot of their uh, uh, starters. Uh, so I'm leaning with the uh, Thunder here as well tonight. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell, at uh, 215? Um, oh, this is a little bit lower than I would have liked to see it. I think they still go under. Okay. I think that this can still go under. I just um I can see the the Suns making it hard for the Thunder, but I can also see them letting the Thunder back in the game and them not putting up, you know, a whole bunch of pressure in that second half. Like if they go up 20 in the sec- in the first half and I can see the Thunder cutting that and cutting into that lead and the Suns just not caring. Like I just don't I don't see the motivation for the Suns in this game at all. I wouldn't be surprised if it if they come out late later on today and say that they're sitting some guys for this game. I would not be surprised at all. Mm. Yeah, they just come out of nowhere. Come out if they just come out of nowhere and they just say they're sitting some guys for this game. I would not be surprised. I don't see the motivation for this game at all. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they say, "Hey, Devin Booker, take a seat because you're coming back from that hamstring." Yeah, we we can use you on yeah Saturday because that or or you'll play. Yo, you're on a pitch count tonight. Yeah, it may not be official. It may not be an official. We put the news out to the media or anything, but hey, book you on a pitch count tonight. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna do too much tonight. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point because obviously the game against Golden State is going to matter more when, you know, if you need a tiebreaker at the end of the season, whether it's, you know, head-to-head or whatever the case might be, I think that uh, the um, uh, the Phoenix Suns will, will will take the chances there versus playing against the OKC Thunder tonight. So definitely a look-ahead spot uh, for Phoenix tonight. 
Um, let's get over to the next game. Terrell, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves headed to Utah to take on the Jazz, where the Jazz <laughs> are a 12 point, ridiculous. 12 point home favorite, currently seeing a total ridiculous. of 227. Let's get let me get into the injury report here first. Um, let's see for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Patrick Beverly, Anthony Edwards, Josh Okogi, um, and Jared Vanderbilt are all in the health and safety protocols. For the Utah Jazz, uh, everybody is a go for this team. Um, and then let's take a look at the ATS numbers here for uh, both of these teams. Minnesota Timberwolves, 15 and 16 overall. They're 7 and 6 against the spread on the road, 6 and 5 as road underdogs. Uh, for the Utah Jazz, 8 and 9 at home uh, against the spread, 8 and 9 as a home favorite. But I already know where you're going with this game, Terrell. 12 points uh, home favorites here for the Utah Jazz. Dog, why are we continuously giving the Jazz these <laughs> large ass spreads? Like this, it's not fair. Like at this, at this point, it just doesn't feel seem fair to continue to give them these large ass spreads, thinking that they're gonna fucking cover. They just find ways not to cover these spreads. Like you would think they would. You would think that being one of the top teams in the West, they would cover. No, they do not cover these big ass spreads. It is very so seldom that they go out and just dominate a game from start to finish like this and beat this number. And so. Looking at, you know, the X's and O's of it a little bit, like, this is a matchup, and we we hear how the confidence that Carl Anthony Towns is carrying with himself now. Yeah. This is a matchup where Cat can limit the effectiveness of Rudy Gobert by pulling him to the outside. Like, all right, like, I'm going to make you come out here, and I'm going to make you guard me on the perimeter. I'm going to make you guard me, and we're going to leave the paint open. Yeah. And if I if I got somebody cut into the basket, they got a free look at the basket because you're not over there. Yeah, I'm gonna pull you outside the paint. I'm not gonna let you just sit under there and get a whole bunch of rebounds this game. You got to come outside and play with me. You know, we ain't gonna play your game. We are gonna play my game. So I, I if that if that's my mindset. That's what that's what I'm telling um cat. That's what I'm telling cat tonight. And that's how cat should be operating. He should pull Rudy Gobert out of the painted area and you know make make Rudy guard him on the perimeter. Make Rudy show him that he ain't the best shooting big man in the league. Yep. Uh, I expect D'Angelo Russell to have a better timeout um this game. Uh, he's he's put up good numbers in against Utah in the past in previous years. So I expect him to have a good timeout. Uh, I think I just don't think that if if Anthony Edwards was playing, I'd be on him. I'd really like I'd really, really, really be like slamming a money line play. I told you I love this team when all three of those guys play. Yeah. If Anthony Edwards was in this game. I would be slamming a money line play in this. But these guys got killed by 30 last time out. Like yeah. they are not trying to go out sad like that again. Yo, I'm just I do not think they try and go out sad like that again. I'm very concerned uh, on a money line play because I just don't know how they're going to be able to stop that offense for the Jazz. The offense for the Jazz is one of the best, and I think they're the best in offensive efficiency right now. They're one of the best. I think at some point they took over as one of the best offenses in the league recently, and so I still think that that's a whole lot of offense for them. But I don't think that the Timberwolves are going to be devoid of scoring. Like I really don't. I think that Cat and D'Lo are going to lead the way. I think Malik Beasley is going to add some very very good minutes. Is he in the safety protocol? Is, or, no, he's no, not. He's not. Beasley's a Jared yeah, Vanderbilt plans. Yeah, so I think Beasley is going to add some very, very good minutes off the bench. And um, 
we've seen him be able to do that before. Like we remember that Malik Beasley run where it was him and D'Lo, and they were yeah. just going like smashing, smashing scenes. The two of them, like that was a, a a really good backcourt for a little while. So I don't know, man. I I feel like that they're not giving Minnesota the scoring output that I think that they can put on. So I'm all over the twelve here. I think Minnesota can easily score that. And, you know, I mean, why not? Like, it's a six, it's a plus 600 money line. Yeah. And the Jazz have, and the Jazz have a Christmas Day game on deck. Like, yeah. why not sprinkle on that? Why not? Yeah. You know, you take a look at the last game for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jaden McDaniels, 39 points. Cat, 38. D'Lo, 36. Malik Beasley. So these guys are going to play the minutes stat again. Like we've talked about, that's going to be the theme of the show here tonight. And for the Minnesota Timberwolves, look, their next game is not till Monday. So they're going to trot these starters out there. They play Boston on Monday. Um, so they've had, you know, another a, a favorable rest advantage going into that Monday game against Boston. So expect guys like Cat Beasley, D'Lo to play heavy minutes and keep this game close. So I, I don't hate that. Um, but again, we've been fading the Jazz in these double-digit home uh, favorite um, um, spreads. And again, I think we're back at it tonight where they are going to be um, – uh, 12 point favorites here. Look, Terrell, over their last five games here one, two, three, four, five the Utah Jazz have been favored by double digits in every single one of those games. And they've only covered one. And that was back against the Clippers when you talked about that. It was a revenge yep. spot. And that, the for, one I picked them, the one I picked yeah. them, they covered. Yeah. And that was, again, a revenge spot for them because of the playoffs. And then no uh, Paul George either. So over the course, I mean, the Spurs they beat by two points against. Sorry, they lost the uh, against uh, against the Spurs. Yeah, they lost by that two. game. They lost, they lost to game. the Wizards by six. They beat the uh, Charlotte Hornets by only ten, where they were a twelve and a half point home favorite. Again, back at it tonight. So um, again, yeah, I like this at twelve. Um, uh, any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Two twenty-seven. No, not really for me. All right, let's get over to the next game. We have the Memphis Grizzlies headed to Golden State to take on the Warriors in California there. Um, Warriors are a five-and-a-half-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 217. Do need to mention the injury report here for the Golden State Warriors that they have guys that are in the health and safety protocols. So Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, and Damian Lee are all in the health and safety protocols. Andre Iguodala is going to be out for this game with a night yep. right knee soreness. Um, and that is pretty much it for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, everybody is playing. Um, Brandon Clark is the only one that's out with right knee soreness. Tyce Jones questionable with the right finger sprain. Um, and that is pretty much it. Terrell, five and a half point favorites here for the Warriors, man. What are you thinking? So when I was, because, you know, time difference and flipped and everything everything's flipped especially for people on the west coast i'm exactly 12 hours ahead of them so time is slip flip so before this line posted i was looking and trying to handicap these games for the show tonight and i told myself and i told myself this i said if the if the warriors are getting any if they're getting six or more uh-huh. i am taking the grizzly on the money line okay if they're getting six or more i'm taking the grizzlies on the money line yeah the grizzlies have the warriors number yo like they have the warrior they give the warriors games like they have the Warriors number there. And now you're telling me that they got Poole, Wiggins, and Lee in the protocol. They're not getting Iggy there, not having Iggy there in that rotation. And 
now, even though this Warriors defense is really good, but you're telling me they got to cover John Morant, JJ, uh, Desmond Bain, and Dylan Brooks. And 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 here we are again, another game before the break, before a little break, and the Grizzlies can just run these guys the whole day because they know they have rest. Yeah, like I mean, I I'm, I'm slamming I'm slamming the six. I think that this they're in this game. I think they are in this game with a chance to win it. They they. Dylan Brooks plays very good defense on Steph Curry. He tries to get him off off rhythm and just throw him off just a bit where, hey, it's Steph Curry. If Steph, if Steph finishes the game with 19 points or he finishes the game with 20 points, I did my job. Yeah. I did my job. And that's what Dylan, and that's what Dylan Brooks say. Hey, I did my job. I held him down. He ain't go off for 30 against us. He ain't go off for 40 against us. I kept him in check. And now, and now you're looking at everybody else. And it's what's the contribution that everybody else is going to add. And I'm going to take the chance that the Warriors role players just don't show up today. Just don't show up in this spot. They got to look ahead to, to Christmas Day against the Suns. Very, very big game. You know, that's, that, that's going to lead to first um, to, you know, implications for the playoffs in, seat, in terms of seeding. Yeah. Like they're really, they're really going to try to get up for that game. Um, I think this is a spot that the Grizzlies catch the Warriors on the road. They're not afraid of the they're not afraid of going into Oracle. They're not afraid of playing the the best team in the West. They're not afraid of any of that. So yeah, I will I think the Warrior I think the Grizzlies knock off the Warriors tonight. I'll say take the six and I say sprinkle on the plus two hundred money line. Uh, I, I love this. I mean, when I was looking at these games, uh when we were gonna talk about this, I had circled the the thunder tonight and then i had circled the grizzlies tonight and for the reasons that you just said about how these two teams or the warriors and the suns are going to match up on saturday christmas day memphis has gotten most of their guys back from the health and safety protocols john moran is back and we've talked about it a lot this season terrell is that the go the memphis grizzlies get up for games against western conference opponents and now you're going up against one of the best teams in the western conference going into their building with a chip on your shoulder, you've lost two straight games here at the um, Memphis Grizzlies. So they're going to be itching for a win, right? You want to go into this Christmas, small, very Christmas break for a lot of these teams that have two, three days off with a victory because coming out of that Christmas short break, they have a lot of um, games against Western Conference opponents, right? They have Sacramento. They have Phoenix, LA, San Antonio after these, after Christmas. So um I think the one thing that I do like about this Memphis Grizzlies team is that they have most of their players, right? John Moran is back. Dylan Brooks is in the lineup. Um, they had a very bad shooting night against the OKC Thunder the other night where you uh, nailed the plus 300 dog. They only shot 38% from the field, 11 of 32 from uh, three-point land. So when we talk about the Warriors, when they don't have Andrew Wiggins, Damian Lee, and um, who was the other guy? Jordan Poole. Those are three significant pieces for them. You know, after that, it's a yeah. significant fall off for the Golden State Warriors. So I'm like, uh, this is, you know, I think we might have both lockstep here for the Memphis Grizzlies side. And you talked about the head-to-head, and I was quickly looking that up. Um, and they've been alternating between wins and losses for the past four to five games here. Grizzlies had back. This is going back to the 2019, 2020 season. Grizzlies won two in a row. And ever since then, they've been alternating between wins and losses between these two teams. So you're completely right that these, these two teams play each other close. So I like the uh, um, Grizzlies here as well with you thoughts on this total here uh, to uh, 217. 
Um, just to hold on, just to add to that, the uh, who who covered that one? That was uh, so that's one, two. So the Grizzlies have covered three of the last three of the last five against them. Yeah, ATS the Grizzlies Grizzlies covered three of the last five. Yeah. Um, as for the number, like. Ah, it can go. It it can really go either way. Like I think this is kind of, kind of a game a little bit into the low hundreds. I think that um, I'm gonna say under. Okay. It can go over. I think it can go over. I'm gonna say under. I think that these teams really lock in defensively. Like I think the Grizzlies really get into their bag defensively and say we're not going to let Golden State run up and down the floor and score on us. And Golden State, we know to be a really good defensive team. So I can see this game being a 105, 101 finish. Like yeah. I can see it being that close of a game. And yeah, last and just that lower between the total. Yeah, last two games for the Memphis Grizzlies, 102-99 loss and a 105-100 loss, which were two against two Western Conference opponents. But, um, yeah, I, I do agree about the under here, uh, even though it's only at 217. Uh, I think we this is going to be a really fun game to watch here tonight. Let's get over to the last game, Terrell. We have um, <clears throat> the San Antonio Spurs headed to L.A. to take on the Lakers, where the Lakers are a short one-and-a-half-point home favorites here. Currently seeing a total of 224. Checking the injury report here for both of these teams. Uh, Trevor Ariza probable for this uh, game. Ken Bazemore, Avery Bradley, Malik Monk, and Austin Reeves are all in the health and safety protocols for the LA Lakers. For the Spurs, pretty clean injury report. Um, the guys that have been on their uh, injury report all season are, are, the, are already on their the usual suspects, but no guys in the health and safety protocols for the Spurs, but what are you thinking here, Terrell? One and a half point favorites for the Lakers here. Um, man, uh, give me the Spurs. I think that this health and safety protocols and I just LeBron's playing crazy. LeBron's playing out of his mind, but I just don't. Every everything else just is not clicking for them. Yeah, and you know, going into Christmas Day game, I think this is a little bit of a look ahead spot. Um. The, but these pro, the protocols is really killing the Lakers right now, and they're yeah. just not getting production. LeBron had an amazing game last time out, and the rest of the team shot under 30% from the field. Like, I just I, – I can't get behind that right now. I can't get behind that right now. So, give me the melatonin basketball game and a quick handicap. I'm just going to take the melatonin basketball team here. Yeah, I, uh, I had backed the uh, LeBron James prop on uh, Monday, and um, – it cashed fairly easily because LeBron without Anthony Davis in the lineup of the season, he scored 30 or more points in all five of those games so far this season without Anthony Davis. And again, I see his points prop tonight at, uh, I believe I saw, last I saw it was at 27 and a half. So I'd definitely be on uh, LeBron's points again tonight uh, against the Spurs because again, he, him and Westbrook are pretty much the offense right now for the, uh, for the, uh, for, sorry, for the LA Lakers. And um, I'm going to be on that again, 27 and a half over for LeBron James here tonight. Um, until I see something like that out of this Lakers team, I agree with you. The Spurs team, they, they find ways to win. They've been in L.A. Um, since the 20th, which was, what, Monday? So travel is not factoring in. They've had two full days off. They stayed in L.A., um, and the Lakers are coming off of that loss against the, um, against the Phoenix Suns by 18 points. So um, until I see something coming out from this Lakers team and getting guys back from health and safety protocols, I will stay with the Spurs here as well as an underdog of plus one and a half. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell, 224? 
I mean, do we just go under? <laughs> I, I feel like so. I've been saying a lot of unders this day, but I feel like do we just do we just say under? Like it just it doesn't feel like I'm I'm just not gonna wait. What's the what's our stat with the Spurs? Ain't the Spurs? Yeah, on the road, under on the road for the Spurs, over at home. Let's just keep riding that. Like let's, that that's been profitable. Yeah. Let's just keep going with that. I don't think the Lakers can score a bunch because I just don't trust everybody else on this team right now. So let's just keep going with the under because two twenty three is a little high. Uh in you know this NBA this season, that's a little high. I think that this can come under in a, by a pretty good margin. Yeah, for the Spurs, four and ten. Um, sorry, ten four and one to the uh, under in road games so far this season. Eight three and one when they are road underdogs uh, this season. So, and again, the Lakers struggling on offense, like you talked about. You know, a lot of guys in health and safety protocols that can score for this team. So, uh, I think this goes under the total here of two twenty four as well. Uh, that is the entire schedule for the NBA tonight. I think that was 11 games that we got through Terrell. Let's take one final break. We're going to come back and we will get in to our lock and dog for this Thursday night schedule. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a cool bonus. If you can get your entire fantasy football league to join the league to join them on Better Fantasy, they'll give the league a $150 gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Guys, again, check out price picks. You can bet on your favorite athlete to go over or under their stat projections. The website's really fun and easy to use, so make sure to head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP. That's prizepicks.com, promo code SGP to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free-to-web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will not launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it's purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn up the dial up a notch. Go to soulbet.io and see what, who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets on Vegas odds or generate a bet by using the same changing metrics any way they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept the bet. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And of course, guys, don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app that is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. 
Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, we had a absolutely fantastic Monday uh, picking uh, our lock and dog as well as player props. So let's continue that for our listeners, get some extra Christmas money in their pockets uh, going into the weekend. So uh, I don't remember who went first and who went second, but I'll give you the floor first. No, your- no, no, no. We're not changing the mojo. You, we, I went we've first? been hot since you. Yes, we've been hot. Since okay. You've been all right. All right. Okay. Yeah, we, we are, we killing since you're going first. We're going to keep right. that right. We're going to keep riding that. Okay. So for my lock, uh, let's go with who, uh, a lot of stuff I like tonight, which might be scary and which is kind of crazy, but all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to lay the points here with the Miami heat tonight, minus 11, against the Detroit Pistons. Um, Again, revenge on their mind after having that 10-point loss the other night in Detroit. Miami coming off of that big victory against the Indiana Pacers. A lot of their starters didn't play in that fourth quarter, so minutes is not a problem for this Miami Heat team. And I believe they don't play on the – yeah, they don't play on Christmas Day, I don't think. Um, So their next game isn't until Sunday, so they'll have two full days off. So I'm expecting – um, the starters to play a lot of minutes uh, if uh, they need to, but I'm expecting a, a big victory from the Miami Heat tonight. So I'm laying the lumber with the Miami Heat. Um, for my dog, let's see here. I think you're going to take the Grizzlies, so I'll leave that to you. Um, let's see. I'll go... Let's see. If not, don't like that. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Orlando Magic, six point underdogs at home against the New Orleans Pelicans. We talked about this game earlier. They were six and a half point favorites for the Pelicans. So now it's down to six plus yep. 190. Uh, also on the money line. Again, always sprinkle on that money line for our dog. So I'll take the Orlando Magic tonight, plus six against the spread as my dog and their money line at plus 190. Terrell, lock and dog, bud. What do you got? For my lock, I'm gonna keep it going with them. Give, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. This is another double dog day. I, I was I, thinking, I was looking for a favorite that I wanted, but it's another double dog day. For my lock, give me the OKC Thunder plus fifteen. Plus, I just don't think the Suns are in this game at all. I really like. I just don't think that their mind is in the game. I really don't think they care. Like I said, I would not be surprised if we go later today and we find out that they decided to rest some guys or some or you see guys with like 20, 25 minutes played. Like I don't I don't think they're they're in this game for real. The Thunder are playing well. They're a little scrappy. Yes, they're on a back to back. It's probably why this number is inflated this much. Don't think it matters too too much for them. Give me uh the Thunder to keep it inside fifteen. For my dog, you alluded to it. I'm 100% going to do it. The Memphis Grizzlies on the plus 200 money line. I really, really like the Grizzlies today. I really, really like the Grizzlies today. I think that they can give us a game. I think that it, they foregone conclusion that they're going to cover the six points, but uh, I fully expect them to be in it with a chance to win it at the end of the game. So give me the Memphis Grizzlies here. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, bonus lot. Okay. Bonus bonus let's go. Yeah. Bonus lot. Let's just throw a favorite in there. Uh, the Bucks. Give me the Bucks and laying a three and a half. 
I think that number is a little short. I think it's just because a couple of guys are out, but I think they still can roll on the road against the Mavericks. Mavericks start slow, and I just don't think – I think at the Mavericks – if they start slow, I don't know if they're going to be able to battle back against this Bucks team. So, giving three, the minus three and a half is a bonus lock for the Bucks. Yep, I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, I'll give out a bonus lock. I think that I've been riding this way for a while. Let's go Hornets Nuggets over two thirty. Um, you know, not didn't come into fruition last game against the Utah Jazz, but that was a really bad shooting night by both teams. But uh, I just don't think that we'll see a lot of defense being played in this game against the Denver Nuggets and the Charlotte Hornets, uh, both of these teams being on a back-to-back. Um, but again, I think that um, you know we'll see a lot of points. I think we'll see a better shooting effort from the Hornets. And a lot of the, uh, like I said, the starters for the Denver Nuggets didn't play last night in that fourth quarter against the Thunder. So I'll take the over 230 as a bonus lock uh, for tonight's NBA schedule. Terrell... That brings us to the end of it, man. Anything else that we need to let our listeners know about? Uh, man. I don't know. No, I'm good. I'm good. We back at it. We're back at it tomorrow. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like they're uh-huh. going to hear us from too long. We back at it tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, just to schedule with you guys, obviously no NBA games tomorrow, Friday, uh, uh, in the association Christmas Eve. They usually don't play games, but Terrell and I will be back. Uh, tomorrow to handicap the Saturday Christmas Day games. There are six, sorry, five games um, on the schedule of marquee matchups between some of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, so definitely we'll handicap both side and total for every single one of those games, uh, as well as get out some player props that we like for the game. So uh, definitely look out for the Christmas Day uh, handicap uh, and uh, betting preview. And our, of course, we'll give out our lock and dogs uh, for that, uh, for those Saturday games for sure. So that brings us to the end of it, Terrell. Um, let the people know where they can find you, man. Yep, you already know. Uh, I don't even be posting any gambling content on my Instagram like that, but still follow <laughs> me on Instagram. I'm a cool guy. Like, I'm a cool guy. Otherwise, Twitter at really real underscore underscore. Uh, man, we're just having – we're having a ball, man. We're having a ball. We're really doing the thing here. Uh, you know, college sports – uh, college football is wrapping up. College basketball is ramping, uh, uh, ramping up. So uh, we're, we're we're having a good one, man. We're le- we're getting closer and closer to where everything's going to be on the hard court, and you're going to have to come listen to us. Yep. So uh, get ready for that time. Yeah, like you said, the you know, bowl season wrapping up uh, here for college basketball. Sorry for college football, and then you know college basketball is in full swing as well as the NBA. So. Definitely, guys, uh, make sure to download the uh, SGPN app. Go to your App Store, Google Play Store, download the SGPN app, head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, and just check out all the content that's happening uh, all across every single sport that's active right now. Guys are just grinding out content on the website for articles as well as pods. Um, so definitely make sure to download the app. It makes it a lot easier with our pods and picks right at, the, at your fingertips uh, in that app. You can find me on Twitter at sportsnerd824. DMs are always open, always willing to help out guys. So send me a uh, message. Eventually, I will get back to you. Um, I've seen a couple of messages that have been in uh, the other messages. And it takes a while for it to kind of push through or, or for me to go actually in there and look at those messages. But um, always welcome to come chat about gambling or anything like that. Uh, also, make sure, guys, follow the uh, NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter account, SGPN NBA. 
on Twitter, trying to grow that account. As soon as these pods drop, we usually treat, tweet them out as well as anything NBA related happening on the uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com website. So definitely check us out there as well as give us a follow, a retweet. And again, please leave us a rating and review for the NBA gambling podcast, as well as all the other pods happening uh, on the network for sports gambling podcast. With that being said, guys, good luck tonight. A lot of NBA games. So hopefully we can um, grow your bank bankrolls and make you some extra money for Christmas. We will be back tomorrow. Like I said, the handicap, the Christmas day games. Terrell, thank you so much for joining me as usual. Be back tomorrow. With that being said, let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it.